Well, good day, friends. The first week with you and religion was absolutely fantastic. And with very few exceptions, all of you did very well, and I could not be more pleased with your effort last week. This week, we're continuing with the 59th lesson, and the next week we'll be completing this workbook with the 60th lesson. I know many of you are probably wondering, what in the world are we going to do after that? We still have almost 10 weeks of school left. Don't worry, we've got the new curriculum coming, and I'll be getting those new books out to you as soon as I can. But for now, I know the temptation is to think, once I'm done with this workbook, I'll never have to look at anything religion-oriented ever again in my life. Well, that would be what these last lessons are about, to hopefully help you understand how this all applies to your life, hopefully all the time for the rest of your life. Today, Lesson 59, we are going to be talking about Christian questions with their answers. The timeless truth, God has called me to be a son. And our lesson focus today is the confirmants will be able to properly examine themselves proper to re- prior to receiving the sacrament of the altar. Turn with me, please, to page 237 in your workbook. Take a moment to do that while you pause the recording. Welcome back. Page 237, at the top, you will see that it says, Christian questions with their answers. Today, you are the teacher. Make up your own three-question test. It has to be clean and can't make fun of anybody or anything. It can be about something you know or like to do, like video games or sports. But each question has to have a right answer. Write your three questions below next to the word question. Don't write the answers on this sheet. Go ahead and pause the recording, and I'll give you a moment to do that. Now that you've written your questions, go ahead and take your book to one of your parents or one of your siblings. Now you have to try and see if they can correctly answer your questions. When you're done with those answers, go ahead and ask your partner how they thought you did with writing a quiz. So one of the things we want to answer today is why tests matter. Do we take tests just to humiliate and embarrass teenagers? Or should I say give you tests in order to humiliate and embarrass teenagers? No, not at all. Tests matter to help us understand what we know and what we don't know. So ask yourself these questions. What is the easiest test you've taken? What made it easy? What is the most difficult test you've taken? What made it difficult? What are some reasons we give and take tests? Why is it important that we examine ourselves before receiving the sacrament of the altar? And the real answer to that is, I can properly examine myself prior to receiving the sacrament of the altar. You can be ready. And while this may seem like a difficult test, It's one we should always be testing ourselves with to be prepared for coming to sacrament and communion in church. Turn to page 238 in your book and read with me the opening paragraph under Digging Deeper. 
One of the final sections in Luther's small catechism, first written in 1551, is titled Christian Questions with Their Answers. It can be found in your front table of contents in your catechism. I suggest you get that out now so you can look at it not only in your catechism, but in the workbook as well. Continue with the paragraph on page 230 in your workbook. It comes after the six chief parts in the catechism and serves as a kind of test for you that helps you summarize everything you've learned in the catechism. Read the introduction paragraph to the section Christian Questions with Their Answers. In a way, Christian Questions with Their Answers is a kind of test. In confirmation class, you've looked over the six chief parts of the small catechism, and these have helped you understand the timeless truth statements of the faith that you have been studying. God has a plan for me as his human creature. Think of the Ten Commandments. Number two, God has created, redeemed, and called me his own. Think of the creed. Number three, God invites me, his redeemed child, to daily receive his gifts and command my life to his care. Think of the Lord's Prayer. Number four, God's word is living and active in my life. Think of the means of grace. Now it's time to put it all together. Below are the 20 big questions that are supposed to ask ourselves when we are prepared to receive the sacrament of the altar. In order to answer them, you'll need to go back and summarize many of the different ideas we've looked at through your confirmation instruction. Try answering these questions before looking at the explanation and comparing your answers to the official ones. Go ahead and pause the recording now and take the time to go through answering the questions to the best of your ability and then you can go back and compare later what the feedback is in your catechism. Welcome back. Well, what'd you think? How much of that did you feel confident you knew just reading through having studied this curriculum last year and this year? How do you feel about all the information that it expects you to know before going to communion? I understand. A lot of these questions may be a little bit overwhelming, but it's not too late to come up with some ways to get these on your heart. The good news, if you go to a Lutheran church in the future, these questions are always in the hymnal and available for you anytime you go to communion. But another way you can do is you can divide these up into smaller chunks. You can put three or four on an individual index card, and that can even help you memorize them in smaller chunks, possibly three or four at a time. You could go ahead and print each question on an individual card and then just kind of think about them every once in a while as you're going to church and as you're preparing for worship. Now, one of the things you can do is you can read the questions out loud and then you can kind of put it in your own words so you can understand the questions better. Would you please turn with me now to page 240 in your workbook? Now that we've gone over the Christian questions with their answers, let's take a moment to take a hard look at your understanding. For each of the three categories below, write down one or two reflection statements. Go ahead and pause the recording now and write in your answers in the purple, the gray, and the magenta or maroon box. Welcome back. What did you understand best? Where do you struggle the most? And what do you need to do to improve? As we covered on the beginning of this lesson, we have a lot of things to cover here. 
And these questions are definitely no child's play, but are drawn up with great earnestness of purpose for both young and old, as Dr. Luther tells us in the box in the middle of page 240. Now, go ahead and think about for a second what sticks out at you. Go ahead and share it with a friend in the room or a family member what sticks out for you. Now, it's obvious that God takes our attitude very seriously when it comes to receiving the sacrament of the altar. God has called you through Christ to be his child. Consider these questions. Go ahead and look at the questions on the bottom of page 240. Pause the recording and come back when you're ready. Welcome back. Number one, why is it important to know these Christian questions and answers? Well, I would suggest to you, it's extremely important to know what you know and what you don't know when you come to communion. Because if you come to communion and there are more things that you don't know than you do know, you're in danger of drinking and eating judgment upon yourself. In other words, receiving communion unworthily. Why do we examine our attitudes and beliefs every day? Because we always want to be able to receive Jesus the proper way and not disrespecting him or despising him. And how important is this? Well, communion is very important. In fact, I can tell you, these last few weeks of school, being without being able to be together and not being able to commune, because communion requires that we come together face-to-face to participate. Not being able to commune has been really troublesome for most Christians these days. They have yearned for it, desperately, that we may come together in some way, shape, or form. And they know that's something that they desperately miss. One day when we're all able to come back together again, I can assure you the first thing we're going to do is have a communion service. But until then, we have wonderful opportunities to fellowship in God's word like we're doing right now online. Go ahead and finish thinking about those questions for a moment. And if you have more questions you would like to ask me, feel free to email me text me, or even call me on the phone to let me know what you would like to discuss more. Now, before you're done for the day and feel like you're prepared, please don't forget to do your learning log. Go ahead and take out a pen and be prepared to do the following. You may pause your recording now as you get your journal to write down what your learning log is for today. Okay, welcome back. For your learning log, Every one of you, write down one key point or something that surprised you about this lesson in your learning log. And go ahead and email me what you found out. Make sure you do that by Tuesday. Then, go ahead and leave a short written self-assessment of how well you believe you were able to answer Luther's Christian questions. Then, write down one way you can work to improve on being able to prepare the sacrament of the altar in the future. Make sure you give me plenty of feedback in your email. The quiz is all ready to go. Today in our lesson, I discussed each and every quiz question and their answers. So please make sure you know that these 20 questions that are here to help you prepare for communion 
will be discussed in a quiz on Thursday that only comprises of five questions. But all the answers were specifically given you in this lecture today. Feel free to go back and listen to it a couple of times to help you prepare for this lesson. The Lord be with you and have a wonderful week. Can't wait to see you all on Thursday morning. God bless you.